Hey, everybody, it's Ryan from Pi Records, and I'm here with the great Jimmy Dale. How are you? <laughs> good, how are you? Good, good, good. I'm, I'm very excited to have you on the show. Um, I, I read your, uh, your uh, interview in the Continental, and uh, I said, wow, Jimmy's doing interviews. So I, I figured I'd, uh, I'd bring you up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. That was that was a fun one to 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 do as well. So uh, let, let's start off uh, with with how you started playing. I know you you play drums and guitar. So um, and I read that you're you're very interested, more interested in the drums. So let's start there. Oh, uh, that was the first thing I I was doing when I was little. I uh, I, I I guess. Man, I just saw those pictures yesterday at my at my mom's house. Um, pictures of me like behind his cabs, his big fifteen dual fifteen inch cabs, and I was like drumming with drumsticks like on the toolbox and stuff behind the cabinets and whatnot. And then eventually, he would set up a tiny little drum set for me to sit on and play like off to the side during the show. And uh, drums oh, nice. was just my first, it was my first instrument. And uh, as I saw, ever since, that's just been my, my strong suit is drums, probably. What, uh, what have you done drums musically uh, with, with the drums? Uh, what, what sort of music uh, are you playing on the drums, like on your own? Well, on my own, well, I'm, I'm playing right now I'm really just playing my music and anybody who needs me to what they play. Um, <laughs> but uh, I guess my dad really, really started me out on that. Like just that kind of Foo Fighters, early Foo Fighters style was just like, just forward driving, you know, just he did not really like that surf beat. Um, he felt he's, I remember him saying it felt like it was dragging doing the double snare yeah. uh and so he always started he started me off with that and just basic heavy hard turnarounds um and just just power driving stuff um but after i was going to school and things like that my mom showed me she showed me moby dick by led zeppelin the the big long drum solo yeah. And uh, I went and set up the old Rogers kit after that and uh, um, started just playing all the time in the hangar. Uh, and then on the two, like when she would take me to school or to any of my sports activities and stuff, I would, she would play her music and a lot of it was like tool. Um, yeah. It's Primus and, and then it all the way down to like, sex pistols and and dead kennedys and things like that so i got i started to pick up a lot of the like more fancy um well not fancy but just like i started to break out of the like rudimentary drumming um trying to recreate some of the drum fills i heard from like herb and and oh yeah and i was also listening to like early blink 182 as well so travis barker was like super crazy fast to listen to yeah. as well yeah. and that 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 was all that's just a big concoction of like what got me started on drums 
Yeah, DH Pelegro is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's that's kind of where drumming started. And yeah, yeah, it goes farther and farther. But yeah, I pretty much was doing that all the way up into high school until I got into like my little pop punk band. They like drafted me. And then I started listening to all the stuff that they listened to. And, and then it exploded even more into other stuff. So. So uh, for our listeners out there, um, I just want to say your, your dad uh, is Dick Dale. And uh, I'm sure um, he taught you a lot of things on the guitar. Do you want to tell me what that was like? Um, yeah, he, I can't, I, that's kind of vague. It's kind of hard to remember when. I remember playing, I think it was the Dan Electro guitar I remember playing. Dan Electro gave us a guitar, like he made one and like signed it to me. And I was like noodling with it. And I think my dad was like, it's time. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, um, Shut like showed me the the notes from Miserloo and I would just would play that over and over and over again, and uh, and then eventually started showing me like how like this is how you figure it out and like how to hold the pick and do the tremolo picking and stuff like that and I would kind of figure it out in my own way as well because like I I wouldn't hold it like there's a way to hold it the pick and it's not normal. Like everyone holds their pick like like this probably. Yeah, yeah. And uh like like they cross their index and their and their thumb. Yeah, but kind of like we that. Hold, right, yeah. And there's a lot of like, yeah. Whereas we hold our picks like <laughs> just straight up vice grip that sucker. So and, you got uh, and attack. Right, because we're playing with such heavy gauge strings as well. And we we also adjust what our playing is by twisting it like that so we'll kind of you know if we're doing some softer strumming and we'll lighten up and loosen our wrist and then like kind of go straight down or curve it and and we we go across like that all that movement allows us to do a bunch of like like dynamic playing on those super thick strings um and then when we really want to get down and dirty we just boom and yeah <laughs> you know? so, so um, and i remember him kind of showing me that awesome, awesome. sorry you, you did, did he did he let you did he let you play the beast uh yeah like i you know i would like hold it and play it and stuff like that uh whenever it was out and about or or uh before a show or something like that um i think eventually we would just play together on acoustics a lot. And cause those were, those were the ones laying around. The beast was always, was never just laying around. It was always like in a case in like a, a spot, you know? Um, but we always had like some other guitar just chilling and we would like, he would show me a few things and I would just mess with it all, all night. And then he'd show me another few things and, and then eventually he would would sit me down and it was like it was like school <laughs> um 
yeah and and we were he was showing me all the chords and they're all like backwards and and i had to like figure it out and he's like no your fingers go here 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 and here so looking at his fingers when he teaches me it's like for me it's normal you know but everyone yeah. else it's like that's weird those chords <laughs> shapes don't look right <laughs> <laughs> so when when did uh when did all this start with the guitar um i was young i was probably in third like third grade i'm gonna say because yeah that was probably third grade i would say uh, he started drilling me pretty hard with the <laughs> with the guitar stuff that's very young yeah well in second grade i i did all the drum stuff um that was when the drums started i think and he there's a little video of on my mom's uh youtube profile called the dale tridge family and it's like me on the red roger set and we're doing my my um <laughs> it's complete overkill but we're we're doing the a couple of my dad's songs for a talent show awesome awesome yeah so uh, so what yeah. what, you're, what you've been doing as you've been kind of keeping keeping the the spirit of your dad's music going uh touring and playing a lot of shows you want to talk about that a little bit yeah so i've i've met up with uh we're not met up but you know reunited with with sam and dusty and uh we're all um trying to do shows and pick up some of the old shows my dads were doing my dad uh my dad was doing and um it's just like covid has been pretty tough on yeah for musicians it's uh, it's been really rough like i was hoping to quit security and just do <laughs> music yeah. but i i uh i uh which i did quit security but now i have another side job with my friend right now and I just, we do one-off shows when they're able to with Sam and Dusty, but we are looking to eventually get back on the road and do full-on tours and everything, everything the way it used to be and play all of his music. And maybe I'll sneak a couple of my own songs in there. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you said, <clears throat> excuse me, you said uh, you were you were playing in some pop punk bands you were playing in a pop punk band, and uh, I read that you were in the many different types of music. What are some of your own songs you would play on that tour? What, what well, I would play, I would play my dad's like uh, if I was playing my dad's tour, like playing his show. Um, I would just be playing his music and all the covers that he did, everything I've ever played with him, like House Rising Sun and and all those covers and stuff like that. I would be doing the exact show maybe not the exact i don't know we'll just wing it sometimes <laughs> you <laughs> know you read the crowd and wing as well it, right just like he did huh you sing as well right uh yeah i'm not that's probably my my weakest um musical ability but i could get by <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, in my music, I sing. I also scream. Uh, that's hard. Hard playing surf guitar and singing is very hard. Uh, I also should be practicing that more, too. Uh, <laughs> but um, I can do it. I just got to practice some more and get my chops back together with my music as far. But my dad's music, I don't really sing all that much. There, there's probably a couple songs I could attempt that he did um like house of the rising sun and fever fever was always my favorite to play with him um but yeah i would just be playing his music uh if i was doing his tour okay uh, when you, like with your own music how would you describe that my own music so once i started really getting into the pop punk band that i played with in high school um i discovered like all these other they showed me all these different like underground bands and things like that and and, and man i loved them i love those bands like like uh it's so, so i would be anywhere from like blink 182 and and silverstein and 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 a day to remember like all the way down to like super hard heavy like like old thrice and and, and uh like Rise Against and the pop punk or uh, not pop punk, but like the more heavier punk side and and uh, and then even some August Burns Red sprinkled in there because I love yeah. those breakdowns. Breakdowns yeah. are my like favorite thing ever because and I, and people are like why you know it's so played out but like to me it's like the whole band becomes a drum set and I'm a drummer yeah. at heart so that's why I like I like breakdowns. I like <laughs> sorry <laughs> so um, I. I don't really know what to call my music because it's got the major happy sounding key all the way to the minor lower sounding key. So I just kind of blanket it all with a uh, uh, surf core is what I call it. Okay. Because, Cause everyone says surf rock. And to me, I'm like, well, yeah, that, that really just sounds like surf. So I can't say surf rock cause I'm definitely not just surf. So uh, I have to say surf core or something. Yeah, <laughs> to to distinguish myself a little bit. <laughs> do you, do you but, play a guitar in that band, or do you play? Drums? Yes, yes, I sing and play guitar, uh, but I I write and record everything. So I, to me in my band, like I sing, I I, I bring the vocals up to as I try to bring the vocals and the drums and the bass up to like a similar level of my dad's guitar playing, like aggressiveness. And things like that so there's really a lot going on for just a three-piece band the drums are are i record the drums myself um i write and record everything yeah so um i i might be able to like hmm, i might be able to get sam and dusty to do one or two of my songs but it's really designed for a younger crowd you know yes yeah. it's, it's not really some of the like surf, like traditional surf fans, yeah, they don't really enjoy vocals, or I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. You know, there's a big I, I, age gap. Yeah, when yeah. I was born and when when that music was played, so blending it together is very hard. <laughs> but all yeah. my friends, every single one of my friends, love it, and so I'm. I'm think I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that uh, surf core as my own gig on the side maybe, and if it blows up, then then I will you know 
I'll still do it. I'll still play my dad's music as well. But, you know, I always play miserably on my own set. Whenever I play my own music, I'll always play my dad's, you know, miserably. So is that because, uh, uh, not only did he have a huge impact on the music world, but he had a huge impact on, on you as a musician, but also as a father. Yes. <clears throat> yes. I love his, um, a lot of his style of guitar playing, like a lot of that Egyptian, like melody stuff that he puts together, that vibes with me. It's probably because I'm Lebanese. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm part Lebanese and uh, like, it just, oh, I love it. And I, I, uh, I try to write some of those same melodies into like my versions of songs with little crazy drums and crazy Dick Dale guitar riffs on it. And the bass and drums are just locked in together doing some crazy pattern. And, you know, uh, I try to incorporate that. It's like, if surf like evolved again, maybe, I don't know. I don't, I really have no idea how to explain it, but it's just, <laughs> I like, I just like it. I don't know. I, <laughs> I just like it. And it's really fun and exciting for me to play. Um, but that was my dad's influence on my music is definitely the, the like foundation of all the songs I write, like his technique on guitar playing is definitely the, like the foundation of how I do everything in my music. So. Awesome. And let me tell you, I'm a huge fan of Silver Silverstein and thrice. Uh, yes. So I like so underrated. Man. Thrice. They have the, the alchemy index box set on vinyl. Yes, uh, it's a leather-bound book. I, I I was able to pick that up. I'm such a fan of it. Uh, yeah, you know, when when a band puts that much care into their product, that I, I think that's right. Awesome. So yeah, I, I I love that. Um, I love that album. I think where my music resides is probably more on the like artist in the ambulance okay. record. Like post, I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Yeah, like yes, I, I right, yeah, that's kind of like some of the uh intensity I look for in when playing yeah. my music. It is like that, it's like a post hardcore, I, I would say. So, so that's kind of why I say surf core, yeah, but yeah. it's not all dark sounding either, you know, it's yeah. not all, all like it's not all rough either, you know. I've got some like maybe yellow card and some lighter elements to other songs as well so it's just a big mix of all these things so. so the big question is to get to get your name out there other than aside from what you're doing uh with your father's music what is your band's name oh i'm jimmy dale uh i write and record everything i would probably hire uh musicians to play the parts um that's how that's probably how i would do that uh it's kind of hard I don't really, there's not too many, um, I, so in the beginning I, I wrote the parts like very watered down and easy because I was hoping to be able to get some of my dad's fans in there. Um, and then I kind of figured out that like, eh, they're not really into the head, the, the post-hardcore um yeah. structure and 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 patterns and stuff like that so i have turned it 
back up to where I want it to be. And it's kind of hard to find um, drummers and and bassists who like see what I'm, what I see uh, in, in, in the music. So I, and then uh, have like the ability to play what I'm, what I've, what I'm playing in the songs. So I'm not quite sure how I'm going to get it out there, but to me, like with just my name, uh, you know, Jimmy Dale, I'm Dick Dale's son. I think that would probably start like, Oh, he's doing his own music and he calls it surf core. What's that? You know, kind of like yeah. a big curiosity, trying that to generate like a big curiosity. Right. Yeah. Um, something that's like, Oh, well, that's nothing we've ever heard before. What's that? And then you listen to it and you're like, Oh, it's so familiar, but it's done in a, like his very loud, crispy style of guitar playing, which is surf. And, and, uh, and that's up front, right up front is the first thing you hear is like his style of guitar riffs and everything right in the front. But the rest of the band and the vocals are like, a, you know, a more modern band, you know? So, uh, do you, do you have anything released? Um, and where can we find it? I I'm working on that. Uh, I have some things on SoundCloud, uh, but even then I'm listening to them and I'm my own worst critic, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I want to change things still, you know, and I've already been to the studio for one song, like a couple times, just with, just to get something out and I could show people. Um, I'm working on one right now. That's like really my vibe. And I think I'm going to put that one out. Um, but I, I think I'm just going to do the tune. What is it? Tune core where I just yeah, yeah. Don't, don't sign them to a label. Just like, just put them out myself on Spotify and maybe fund all of that with, with, uh, touring my dad's music. If I make any kind of living on that, um, yeah. maybe that will help support my own music in a way. Tune core um, is super cheap. But yeah. What, what's up? Tune core is super cheap. Right. And I'm, I wish I could pick something other than Spotify. You know, we're not really musicians yeah. as a whole, probably aren't in a great place um, with Spotify and the streaming yeah. and getting our music out there right now. Uh, that's, you know, to each their own, but I don't really have a choice to, or I don't, I don't really have the, well, yeah, like a choice, I would say, I don't know. I'm looking for a word, um, but let's just roll with a choice. I don't really have a choice with like picking and choosing where I put my music yeah. right now. Cause At this point, I need everyone. Yeah. To, right. Yeah. I need everyone to see it, but I don't want to like go back on my word on like, I don't really like Spotify and how they treat their artists, you know, right. um, and stuff like, like that. But I don't really have a choice. I, I, I gotta, I gotta put it out there somewhere and that's the easiest place to do it right now. You know? So did you did you hear what what Snoop Dogg did? No, no. What did he do? Okay, so this is awesome. So he bought Death Row Records. So he he owns Death Row Records now. Okay. And he's taking all the Death Row uh, releases and taking them off digital platforms. So you're only going to be able to get physical copies from now on. Wow. 
So that's a wow. huge, that's a huge deal and a, and a, and a huge uh, a huge boost for for musicians. I think like bands taking their yeah. just saying hey get them off there and uh, just kind of taking yeah. it back. I wonder if he's gonna make like his own platform or something like that. That would be really cool if he did that and that was like how he started it. You yeah. know, like he, he made his own platform that was like much more friendly and like actually paid out the artists what they deserve instead of fractions of a penny, you know? Yeah. Well, he's, he's a, uh, an artist that would be running, really cool. running a label. So he knows what it's like, you know? Yeah. And, and how he's yeah, 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 of course. Of course. Yeah. That's, that's, I would love to, to, to be a part of that. If he does anything like that, I would do that. I didn't even think of that. That would be a great idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That somebody, someone should, someone should do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that if I could figure out how. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Well, a a cool way to get uh, direct access is Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was looking at that. There's Bandcamp and, and, and a couple of other things like that. I'm just not the, the best uh, social media person as far as <laughs> I, I'm very addicted to memes. <laughs> Meme, memes is, is my internet life, man. It just, it, you know, there are a couple of laughs here and there. So I love it. But uh, I, I'm also not very good at bragging. Um, something my dad always did. And I just, it would make me cringe. You know, like, oh, that's so I can't do that. Someone else has to do it for me. Like I, I be like, and, and look at me and what I do. And I, that is not my personality, man. I, I like to just hang out and be level with everyone else and, and then go do the play music too, you know? So <laughs> if I ever did in the, the internet, yeah, yeah. I got to have someone else do all the stuff for me. Because I can't, I, I don't like, I'm like, oh, that looks like, that looks too, too braggy, you know, yeah. that post. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of people have been telling me to do TikTok and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, man, but that's like, that's like being in a whole other band, yeah. you know, that's like being in a whole other band, how much time and stuff people put into that. And it's like, yeah. I barely have time for my own music. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think I can do that TikTok stuff like consistently over and over again, a video right. a day or a video a week or something like, I might be able to do a video a week, but I, I don't know if that's enough, you know? Right. So where yeah. are you, where are you living right now? I am in Joshua tree. Me and my fiance oh. bought a house in Joshua tree because it was literally cheaper to buy than it was to rent. Yeah, that's how um, it was here. We got we got in right before the the housing market spikes, so <laughs> we got so lucky. Uh, it was like 2020 when we bought, or 20, 2021, 20. It was 2020. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. What happened? Yeah. It's already <laughs> 2022. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Fail did a live album there, a double live album. They did. They did, and I was like, I didn't understand 
understand what it was at first. I just heard it on Spotify and thought that they recorded it live, they which did, is what yeah. it was. Yeah. And I was like online, I was like, I can't believe I missed census fail <laughs> at Joshua Tree Fest. And all my friends were like, yeah, I didn't see them there either. What are you talking about? And then come to find out they just went out to Joshua Tree to record. Yeah. And that's what that was. And <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. They played all the stuff that I that my friends in my old band, um, they uh, showed me. That was like one of the bands they introduced me to was like Census Fail and stuff like that. <laughs> And they played all the old stuff. It was so cool. I wish I could have liked the the old stuff as opposed to the heavier stuff. (laughs) Would you? So, are we talking about Census Fail or? Yeah, yeah. Um, what what was this this like? Pull pull the thorns from your heart. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm spacing on the on the album what it's called right now, but. Still Searching is, to me, is, like, my favorite album from them. Like, every song on that album is a banger. Still Searching and the one after that, which I don't think a lot of people paid too much attention to. I think it's great, man. I was, like, ready when that album released, and it was a waiting room or something like that. Or one with the gas mask. Life is a waiting room, room. yeah. Yeah, and then after those two albums, I went back to let it, and fold you yeah and listen to all that and like those are like my three top three albums from census fail is their first three i think is what is it what that is um, i think i think most would agree <laughs> oh no yeah 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 and there's i think there's another one before that oh yeah from the depths of dreams i don't really know that one all that much i should probably check that one out <laughs> i'm not too familiar with that one but yeah let unfold you and still searching is like love that stuff totally so um Mm -hmm. what do you i i know you're working real hard like most musicians uh at this point at at a job but do you have anything coming up in the future that that might uh entice people to pay attention to your music well i'm man it is right now I'm, I'm more focused on my dad's music and getting that ball rolling. Um, it just kind of fell into my lap, unfortunately. Uh, not the way I would have wanted it to be, Yeah. but I, I have an opportunity that I should probably take advantage of. Um, yeah but that you know i just want to get that ball rolling first um but i mean all the songs are written and everything so i could i could do that um uh and in between that i'm you know every time i drive i listen to like one or two of my songs that i don't have lyrics on yet and i'm trying to get some of my music going in between that it's kind of just i just need to do it man it's hard to find motivation like it really is uh to do anything after you've been like digging holes for eight hours or like driving for 12 or like four hours and then work for 10 hours like (laughs) like i'm i'm tired when i get home (laughs) and i don't want to do anything (laughs) 
So it's hard to find motivation. Um, but it's coming back to me. Um, right now I just bought these QSC speakers so I can uh, write my music and then just shut the guitar off and then play alongside and pretend there's a band behind me. Um, yeah, I saved up for those suckers. They're, they're insane. I got the big 18 inch behind me and the 12 inch. Yeah. So my neighbors are going to love me here soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but as of, I don't really have anything up to date as far as releases. Uh, we do have gigs coming up. Um, yeah, we do have some gigs coming up. I don't I don't even know the the dates on those. Dusty's just like we got a gig, show up. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, um, but that's about it. I don't really have anything monumental coming up right now. Uh but I did I did I did put together a list of songs that I wanted to do that were my songs as like an album and uh-huh. to complete like an album's worth, I'd have to do like two covers. Um, and I was going to do Miserloo. I was going to do Miserloo and the song that got me into hardcore and, or, or not. I mean, not hardcore technically, but like heavier music. And the song that did that was, excuse me. Um, Hooker with a penis by Tool. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Dick Dale style cover of that. Oh, nice and, uh, of that song, and I'm gonna try not to butcher it and change it up too much. But I'm gonna definitely put in the my style of drumming while doing Danny Carey's style of drumming at the same time. Maybe add in a couple licks here and there the way I would do it, and then the guitar is just killing it right now as far as playing alongside that song it's i've got it i've got it mapped out i just need to record it so awesome um i might come out with that first before i even do the whole album because i just love that song so much and i think a dick dale version of a tool song would be super cool yeah yeah it sounds <laughs> like it, yeah do you got do you uh have a, a youtube channel where people can check you out I do not. Um, I, I don't have, I'm not, yeah, I'm horrible at this, man. I'm, not, <laughs> I, I'm just, uh, the social media stuff is not, I probably should, but maintaining it is probably going to be the hardest part. Like, yeah. I don't, Time I don't know wise. what to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, really. I thought, about i even thought about streaming like me writing music and streaming and part of that is me just like what's there's nothing interesting you're just going to see my hands on on the computer for like half the time and then the other half maybe i'm playing guitar or drums (laughs) you know like i was like i don't know i don't really know what to do um on social media really i don't i don't know i have a really cool idea for for a tiktok video but I don't know if I really want to get into TikTok, man. <laughs> YouTube has a thing called YouTube Shorts now where you could do like it's just Shorts. like TikTok, but but it's uh it's on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Um so the the last oh, maybe part I wanted maybe to mention look into that. Um you you must have told your mom you were getting interviewed because she liked one of my posts on Twitter. 
Oh, she did? Wait, my mom? She's on Twitter? The, the official uh, Dick Dale uh, Twitter account. And it, and it said it's oh. the, the wife of Dick Dale. That's weird. Um, I don't think my mom's on Twitter and the wife of Dick Dale is not my mom. Um, oh. Yeah. So, and I don't know if... Does, was it a blue check mark or? Uh, I don't remember. I just thought uh, it was. I don't even it, know it, how it, that works. It, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> it, it, it surprised me very much. I'm like, oh, he must have told his mom. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was cool. But if it's if it's not. I yeah, guess, I don't I know who it, runs that profile. I don't know. <clears throat> but if it's the wife of Dick Dale, my mom doesn't really claim that title. So. Oh, okay. Um, it was probably someone else. Oh, okay. Um, but that's kind of strange that if it's who I think it is, that they liked it. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> they don't really like me. So <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a strange, strange thing to like, hmm. I don't think that was who I, <laughs> but it was definitely not my mom. My mom, I don't think my mom's on Twitter. Um, <clears throat> she's not, she's barely on Facebook. So, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. If she's I, like, I'm, I'm sorry if I upset you or anything. No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's okay, man. Like, I, I, it's funny. It's actually funny to me. <laughs> you can't, you can't really piss me off or nothing. Like, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, uh, easygoing personality. Um, and when, when it comes to kind of hurtful things, uh, I I'll, I'll just joke about it and laugh. Cause that's the only way you can really stay sane in this world. So yeah. I have kind of a dark humor, a very dark humor. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll laugh at things you probably shouldn't be laughing at, Yeah, <laughs> whatever, you know, I just, I'd rather do that than sulk so <laughs> yeah so, uh jimmy I'm, um, I'm gonna have to let you go um because i gotta run um, okay uh but i really enjoyed talking to you and i and i want to say i want to see you out there if you come play high tide festival uh on the east coast high tide festival would, i'll write that down yeah uh vince is the, vince is your guy from high tide recordings uh, okay. I would I would definitely love to come down and meet you and listen to you. Absolutely. Um, it's probably going to be my dad's music. Um, yeah, totally. That's probably what's going to get me on the road right away. As far as my music, um, that might be a while. Um, but when I get it recorded or I get something um, like tangible, I can send to you. Oh, that'd be um, great. I will set, I'll send it to you and I'll be able to. I would be more than happy to hop back on and talk to you some more about whatever you want to talk about, man. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, we have a radio show too, so we could play it on there if you like. Okay. I mean, does it, does surf core from what I've told you, do you think it fits? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I would love to send you, send you some stuff. That'd be great. Um, uh, gives me some uh, motivation to get going on it. So. Awesome. So happy to talk to you, uh, Jimmy. And uh, Thanks, I'm, man. Glad, I'm glad you're playing music. 
Uh, I hope you can get a get a get a break from work, like uh, a lot of people did, and just go back out and play music. I that's the dream is to just go back into music, <laughs> and uh, solely do that. So we'll see how I can put that together. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy, and you have a you have a great day. Thank you so much. You too. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me.